there any are there particular surahs prescribed to be read in the five daily salah? There's no authentic hadith for that. You must remember that the authentic hadith, meaning authentic in the sense that you put about all these hadith together, then they become Hassan Ligiri or Hassan. These are all technical terms. So before Fajr, after Fajr, you read Surah Yasin. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Man qara'a Yasin fi sadrin nahar khudiyat hawaijuhu. Whosoever reads Surah Yasin in the beginning of the day, so before Fajr, after Fajr, so his needs will be fulfilled. So in that way there, there's no problem then. So you read it and the hadith in Dharmi, then you find that Imam Malik brought the hadith mentioned at night, any time of the Maghrib, after Isha, Man qara'a Yasin fi laylatin ibtigha'a wachillah gufira lahu. Then whosoever reads Surah Yasin at night for the love and pleasure of Almighty Allah, so his sins will be forgiven. And that is also referring to the Sagai in the minor sins. So that is good hadith Imam Malik has mentioned after Maghrib, after Isha, any time. Likewise, you must remember that in Tirmidhi Sharif is mentioned any time you read Surah Yasin, daytime, nighttime, after Salat, before Salat. For everything there is a heart, and the heart of the Qur'an is Surah to Yasin. So that is a hadith mentioned in Tirmidhi, and you read Surah Yasin, you receive the reward of 10 Qur'an Sharif. Remember that. You receive the reward of 10 Qur'an Sharif. So that is so that, what we must know. And then at that after Zohar, after Asr, there's no authentic hadith to tell you must read this. Any surah of the Quran you want to read, you can read. After Maghrib, after Isha, you read Surah Multabarak Al-Ladi, Surah Alif Lamim Sazda, Surah Waqiyah. So all that are proven. Just go open Fazail Al-Quran of Hazrat Sheikh, the virtues of the noble Quran, and you will see all these are mentioned there. Yes, there is Kalam, there is discussion on whether it's 100% authentic or not but in fadail in virtues even weak hadith are accepted and that is the verdict of majority scholars Imam Bukhari rahimahullah wrote Sahihul Bukhari and you must remember that in Bukhari Sharif he wrote you must 16 years Sahih hadiths authentic and he wrote Al-Adabul Mufrad Sheikh Albani rahimahullah personally gave me a copy Sahihul Adabul Mufrad and Da'ifu Al-Adabul Mufrad so you must remember Remember the authentic Al-Adabul Mufrad and the weak Al-Adabul Mufrad. So meaning that even Imam Bukhari understood this, that weak ahadith that can work in fadail and virtues. Allama Nawawi, Rahimamullah, one of the greatest scholars of the Shafi'i school, he wrote Kitabul Azkar, that about zikr and du'as. So he mentioned so many weak ahadith. So similarly, Hazrat Sheikh, Hazrat Mawazakariya, Nawarallah, Marqadu, he wrote all these fadail books and they are weak ahadith, we accept that because it is accepted by majority scholars. So that is what we should understand. What's the latest news from Saudi? The latest news from Saudi Arabia is you must remember that it's laughable what they are trying to sell to the world. They say they're having conferences in Saudi, they're having conferences overseas regarding human rights and so forth and so on in Saudi. What human rights you got? Zero is a complete dictatorship. 
You go to Saudi Arabia, you in Riyadh, you in Jeddah, you in Dammam, Makkah, Medina, and send one tweet out against MBS or against the Saudi government. They lock you up for 10, 20, 30 years. You must remember that. Small, small youngsters, you must remember, are getting locked up. Why are you locking up and arresting the ulama and the people and so forth and so on? So in a case like that, we must be very, very clear. So Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, has made the Haramain Sharifain the greatest place on earth. This past Friday, Sudays gave the khutbah. The previous Friday, you must remember, Abdullah Awad Juhani gave the khutbah. They just sing the praises of the government, propaganda. Both of them mentioned the same thing. How much aid we gave to Morocco, how much aid we gave to Libya, and so forth. And you know, this government of ours, they are Hukumat Rashida. What Hukumat Rashida you are? A very great and very very pious government. You got the bikini beaches in Jeddah. You got cinemas in Medina and other places. You bring those gay drivers there and Formula One right to your Jeddah. You bring all these musical shows and all this. When the ulama say like Sheikh Salih Ali Talib that who came to South Africa in 2010 for Dalum Newcastle Jalsa, he said, don't visit the cinemas. You lock him up for 10 years. So remember, so what good is all those type of things? So we must be very, very clear on all these issues. Yeah, the Saudi government today, today currently led by MBS, are a murtad government, a kafir government. So remember, we don't have to curry favor with any person, any politician, any organization or any country. We have to speak the truth. And these Salafi scholars who are collecting money from the Saudis or from Emirates or from any of these Arab countries who I mentioned now, Saudi, United Arab Emirates, Bahrain, Morocco, Jordan, and Egypt, and so forth, and so on. So remember that they're out of the fall of Islam, these governments. The Salafi scholars, they're Muslim, but they doll and mudwil, they astray, and they're leading others astray. And Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi warned us about such people, whether it's in South Africa or any part of the world. Open Muslim Ahmad, both these ahadis are sahih, authentic hadith. The people I fear the most for you are the imams and the leaders who are astray and they lead others astray. So you can see today how many of them are astray. There they will tell you that these characters are the best people, remember that, who are murtads 100%. And you must remember second hadith, Abu Zarr radiallahu said, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa said, the Mulvis, the ulama, the muftis, the sheikhs, the imams, call whatever you want to, these are just terminologies. So they are worse than fitnatil masihid dajjal. So worse than the fitna of dajjal we must remember that so that is you must remember that the, the, the fitna of the jal is such that it was there to deceive the people and that is there that this fitna will be worse than that of the fitna of the jal we must daily read the dua Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min fitna til masihid dajjal ya Allah protect me from the fitna tribes tribulation of masih masih min mamsuhatul ayn that his eyes, you must remember, are damaged. And the jal, the biggest deceiver, 
and for other Mulbis and sheikhs and imams and muftis and so forth Allahumma a'udhu bika Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min a'immatil mudillid from these imams who themselves they are astray and they lead others astray so therefore be very careful with whom you associate today in South Africa yesterday I was still in Durban and then yes, I was in Trichat and I came back this morning I slept over there and now we yeah, mashallah, in Indonesia. So somebody, one Molana, sent me a long, you must remember, big poster. I said, who's these people? I don't even, I don't know. Not one of them I know. They said, no, these guys are coming to South Africa and they're going to visit the Muslim schools and what and what and so-called. So interfaith and intrafaith. You see the words they use? Interfaith and intrafaith. You see? So these are how slowly, slowly they were. How many of our Malvis, our sheikhs, they got involved in interfaith. They themselves went out of the faith of Islam. So you pray under the cross and all that you Muslim. You go to the church and all that with candles and you pray. You Muslim. So 100% murtad you are. So we must be clear on these issues. We don't accept interfaith in Islam. When you have a forum and people of different faiths, they said Muslim, Jew, Christian, Hindu, Buddha, Satanist, and they got all religions, they'll tell you. This day and age, they'll tell you Satanism is also a religion. So they say all religions are on par. So that if a person believes in it, you accept this type of thing, straight away you're out of the fall of Islam. Quran says in Dina in the Islam that remember that the deen of this accepted by Allah is Islam only. And whosoever goes and looks for any other ism, any other ology besides Islam, it will never be accepted from him. And whosoever accepts Islam besides Islam, whosoever looks for any religion besides Islam, Falayukbalamin it will never be accepted for him no now nor in the future and that person will be from the failures and losers in the year after surah 3 surah al-imran and verse number 85 so that is what we must understand and there's no such thing as interfaith in Islam everywhere in Quran Sharif Allah Ta'ala used the word deen never Allah used the word adyan understand this this is what see is the example I give you your love going to Dubai your love going to Abu Dhabi go and see there they got you must remember churches they got synagogues they got mosques they got people temples for the Hindus they themselves the Arabs they bowing down you must remember to the temples and the idols and what and what 100% kufr and shirk how many of it we saw coming here on the clips and videos people sending out and so forth so that is the result you must remember of your so-called interfaith Rabita Ali is alim islami so of Saudi Arabia this is supposed to be the people who are the roving ambassador of Islam that guy Isa who two three years ago gave khutbah in Arafat he went there to Auschwitz and he went to the Jews and said that yes you must remember we Muslims we must understand their suffering and all that they don't speak nothing about the Holocaust going on now in Palestine the imams of the Haram can't even make dua for the Palestinians imagine that they can't take the word
Ahmad Yahud against the Zionist apartheid regime. And remember that the same Isa character of Rabita Alam Islami, the Murdad, the Secretary General, he said that day in France when they said no hijab and you can't wear niqab and thus and all these type of things like now they can't wear abaya, he says no, you must abide by them, by their rules. So you call these people Muslim, 100% murtad they are. All this a result of interfaith and intrafaith and all that. So that is where they are going to instead of Saudi, Makkah, Mukarramah, Medina, Munawwara and all these places promoting Islam. They're promoting Kufr, remember that. And this is how they give it some fancy, fancy titles and then they beguile and deceive the people. Allah Ta'ala protect us all. Of this side, can one make multiple intentions when donating towards the borehole, meaning for the living as well as for those that have passed on? 100%. You must remember Saad radiallahu ta'ala whose mother passed away. He came to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam and said that Ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, inna umma Saadin qad tuwufiyat that Saad radiallahu ta'ala and his mother passed away. So what must I do Ya Rasulullah? The hadith in Mishka Sharif, Nabi said Alma that bring the you must go and do water so anything to do with water he went and he dug up the borehole and the well and remember that is how you must remember he got the water running and that is sadaqa ejariya not only for his mother for the entire ummah you make intention whether they are deceased whether they are alive whether yet to come you my mother my sister you are there in Makkah Mukarramah and you are there for Umrah and you are pregnant you say yeah Allah, I want to open the account of my unborn baby. He'll be born now this year, day 2023 Ramadan, or he'll be born 2024 Hajj, or whenever. So you must remember in these cases there that you will say that, inshallah, that we are making the stawa for the whole ummah and people who are deceased, people who are alive, people yet to come, all permissible. is nafil, is voluntary. Similarly, with the water and the well and both whole or permissible Allah Ta'ala's mercy is warahmati wasiyat kulla shay it encompasses and is broader bigger wider than everything and when reading tahajjud salah should we make the niyyah for sunnah or nafil when you're reading tahajjud salat 100% is a sunnah salat Allah Ta'ala used the word nafilatallak for Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, meaning nafil, nafila, it's an extra salat for you, ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi the ummah must read five daily salat, but you, O Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi you must perform six salat, so therefore the word nafilatallak is mentioned, but everybody knows that, remember that it is a sunnah salat, and you two rakats also Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen I mentioned it I think on Friday night there in Shell Cross and yes see what all Mahdi Allah says وَمِنَ اللَّيْلِ فَتَهَجَّدْ بِهِ نَافِلَةَ اللَّكِ You Ya Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam perform the Tahajjud Salat is an extra prayer for you so yeah Nafila means extra Nafil voluntary that voluntary for me 
and you sunnah but nafil yeah, in this text and context it means an extra salat chapter 17 and verse number 79 so that is what we should understand that all Allah is teaching us here so anyway that what hadith we all should try and practice on it sometime we wake up 2 o'clock 3 o'clock 4 o'clock so remember that you know depending which town city country which season you are in so it's a great lesson sometimes we have to go and relieve ourselves sometimes you hear your alarm went on or whatever the reason might be so you woke up early and instead of just going to sleep go and perform hudu ablution read two rakat salat wake your wife up wife wake the husband up and you read and perform two rakat salat minimum is two rakat you read four six eight is all the better salat to layli masna masna you read it in twos two rakat make salam another two make salam like that Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said وَالذَّاكِرِينَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا وَالذَّاكِرَاتِ That remember that Almighty Allah Jalla wala, will write your name down. We just read two rakat salat but your name will be written there by Almighty Allah. The angels have written it. You remembered Almighty Allah abundantly and profusely. And remember this Almighty Allah is teaching us that when we make little bit extra effort Allah appreciates it so much and Almighty Allah gave us millions, billions, zillions bounties but Allah says Kul dunya qalil, that this worldly life and the benefits of it is very very little so imagine that is what we should understand and that Allah Ta'ala made this dunya something that seems very impressive but it is doka Aman, goods of deception. How people get deceived with it. The beauty and the wealth and thus rank and status. End of the day, 90%, 80% get disgraced. Just look at the world today. Prime ministers, president, kings, rulers, politicians. South Africa, the circus goes on. I was reading the newspapers. You must remember the airport day in Durban. So they want to good article you must read about so you must remember Transnet the CEO and CFO both have resigned so you must remember that it's a rudderless company now and then they had one good article there about the eyes, you know, how to look after your eyes and so forth. It was either in that Saturday Independent or either in the Witness because both papers they gave us. And another article they got there about how your cars, you know, how you must check this, check this, like people like me and you can't fix up a puncher properly. So, you know, how to maintain your car, very good article. So you must read all these type of things and it will be beneficial and another great article I found there it was in the Saturday Independent and the Washington Post posted that article and what they did here in the South African version they just abridged it they said Jamal Khashoggi five years have passed since his murder and remember since the time they done made a you know chema months meat out of his body and so forth until today no one has really been uh, killed or 
charged with they just said that this person is now given 10 year sentence 20 year sentence this one is given life it is a mock trial anybody can realize that because the biggest criminal in that is MBS himself he put him away Murtad bin Shaitan and that stain will remain with him for the day till the day of Qiyamah so you must remember he can't take criticism so you must be very clear on this issue go read it you can go read online also Washington Post has it five years after the demise after the death of Jamal Khashoggi and so forth and what has happened nothing has happened so we must be awake and we must know what's really happening don't let these people pull the wool over our eyes Looking at surah number 99, surah to Zilzal, is there any special fadail about this particular surah and especially the last two ayats? 100% you must remember that it is telling us about the day of Qiyamah, what will unfold on that day. You see, human beings, we like to argue, you know. Even when we're wrong, we want to prove we are right. It's human nature that. بَلِلْ إِنسَانُ عَلَى نَفْسِهِ بَصِيرَةِ وَلَوْ أَلْقَى Human being is such, deep down he knows he's guilty, but outwardly he'll make excuse, he'll lie, then he'll be caught in his lies, then make another lie. Just speak the truth from the start, and then you can make headway. You speak lies, you will be caught out, and then you get more and more disgraced and humiliated. So this is human being's nature. Day of Qiyamah will come, إِذَا زُلْزِلَةِ الْأَرْضُ زِلْزَالَهَا the whole world will understand uh, experience you must remember convulsions and earth tremors and the whole world will be shaking and torn to pieces and smotherings the last few people who are there they will be saying malaha yawma idhin tuhaddithu akhbaraha bi anna rabbaka awhalaha so you must remember that people want breaking news breaking news so this is the breaking news we must remember that that you're going to receive the land and sand will receive wahi wahi you don't translate for this here as revelation you translate it as inspiration how Allah Ta'ala tells us about the bee Allah Ta'ala sent inspiration to the bee how Nabi Musa salam's mother so when it comes to prophets and messengers we translate it revelation to other creation we translate it inspiration then the land and the sand will speak because why there's non-muslims worshipping this idol worshipping this person worshipping this creation they will say wallahi rabbina ma kunna mushrikeen we didn't commit any shirk any polytheism idol worship they'll take Allah's name in an oath so Allah Ta'ala says, fine, that is what you are saying. Surah Yaseen, we seal your mouth. Al-yawma nakhtimu ala afwaihim wa tukallimuna aydihim wa tashadu arjuluhum bima kanu yaksibun. The mouth will be sealed and the hands and the feet and all that will speak. We must remember that. Second one is this, that remember that the land and the sand will speak. You see this verse? Surah 99 and verses 4 and 5. Yawma idhin tuhaddithu akhbarha. You committed this crime, I committed this sin, we committed that sin, all everything, unless we made sincere tawbah. 
Tawbah means a tawbah to mislul hawbah. We committed a crime publicly, we have to make tawbah publicly. We committed a crime privately, then we must make tawbah privately. That is the law in Islam. And then the angels will come with a book of deeds and so forth. So that's why in the ending, Whosoever did an atom way of good, he will see it that day. Whosoever committed vices and in the darkness of the night, equivalent to the atom seed also, the way of an atom, so he will see it, the vices and the evil. And then they ask Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, that is the zakat in this, is the zakat in that. But in certain things, there were no zakat. But if you take for example, I just give you an example nowadays. We say in gold and silver, there is zakat. Your Kruger coins and all that. So you must remember, knife a person, I'm not speaking about selling gold or selling silver or selling diamonds. That ijma, everybody agrees there is zakat when you are selling it. This I'm speaking about when you have it by you. It belongs to you in your ownership. So some people, they'll ask and argue, with gold, there is a card. Silver, there is a card. Genuine gold, genuine silver. So why there isn't in diamonds, for example? So we will say, there is no text for it in the Quran Sharif or in the Sunnah Mubarakah. So that is our deen. We follow the Quran Sharif and Sunnah. But you say you want to pay. So O Mustafa read the verse, you want to do some extra good it's for your benefit and if you go and do wrong you say no I won't pay 1000 rand zakat I'll pay 900 rand and we look for every loophole in the book and so forth so that is what this verses are teaching us it is such verses that must motivate and inspire us towards righteous actions and righteous deeds Isab, is it better to make extra tawaf or to go to Masjid Aisha for Umrah? Remember that people who are there in Makkah, Mukarramah, Madinah, Munawwara, Jeddah, Masjid Al-Aqsa, you're still going for Umrah and so forth. There's ijma and consensus. Kathratul tawaf, to make more and more tawaf is better than kathratul umrah. So always remember that. So when you go from South Africa via Addis Ababa, via Cairo, via Dubai, via Abu Dhabi, via Qatar and Doha, wherever, and now you perform one umrah, fine, finish. You want to perform another one? You can go to Masjid Aisha. You can go to there, Jirana, make another one, finish. But not every day you go and so forth. Spend most of your time in making more and more tawaf, more and more tawaf. Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man bil bayti khamsina marra. Whosoever performed fifty five zero tawaf, kharaja min zunubihi kayomin waladatu ummuhu. So you must remember that then he will come out of his sons like the day his biological mother gave birth to him. Today you see South Africans, other people also, 80%, 90%. Instead of making tawaf of the Baytullah, they're making tawaf of the souk, of the market, of the malls, going here, going here, and all that. So what is that? That we're just fooling ourselves and fooling people. Our aim must be ibadat when we go there.
there. Not go just for shopping and just holiday and killing time and wasting time and so forth. So there in Makkah, Mukarramah, Mina, Muzdalifa, M33M, you just make intention of vices. Surah 22, verse 25. Whosoever made intention of a deviation and oppression, transgression, we will unleash a painful punishment for such a person. So we must be clear on this issue here. And in Medina Munawara, Surah Hujurat, for Surah 49, verse to that you'll be very careful today people playing right in the court of the master with their cell phones taking photos, videos laughing, joking, right in the presence of the court of the master all your good deeds will disappear you won't even realize it because we show disrespect, disregard, we show disrespect to the Master, first Almighty Allah, we must show respect, love, believe in Almighty Allah, unreservedly, unconditionally. Second, Mustafa Habibuna, just look at the Ummah today. It's just like one picnic, one carnival atmosphere, people laughing, joking, taking photos, and so so forth and so on. All that A to Z, all haram. So, O Ummah, Ya Abid al Haramain, that when you are worshipping there in the Haramain Sharifain, you must show utmost respect, utmost love, and use your time correctly. Don't kill time and no bear at be and gustahi and disrespect and so forth, and make as many tawaf as possible compared to many, many umrahs. Remember that. That is what Islam is teaching us. We see Jazakallah here in Tumufti Sahib. This afternoon's Q&A program is brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies and we continue after the break. To Ahelia Mahabu Be Huda, Siddiq Kibeti, Siddiq To Ahelia Sidi, 
Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and continuing with this afternoon's Q&A program brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. Mufti Sahib, when a person passes away on the day of Jumu'ah, on the night of Jumu'ah, must the burial be on the same day or night to gain the blessings of the Jumu'ah death? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. The hadith is authentic in Tirmidhi. Even Sheikh Albani, rahimahullah, said his hadith is sahih. Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man tawaffahu allahu yawm al-jumu'ah aw laylataha waqahu allahu min fitnatil qabr Whosoever remember Allah give death on a Friday. So Friday means what we call Thursday night. After Maghrib, after sunset, Thursday night, that is Laylatul Jumu'ah, Shabay Jumu'ah. And Friday till sunset, not after sunset. So that is Friday, the 25, the 24 hours, sorry, 24 hours. And we must remember the biggest proviso is Iman and Islam. Non-Muslims also die in Ramadan. They also die on 27 night. They also pass away. You must take Abu Jahl. Take Abu Jahl. Abu Jahl died on a Friday and he died in Ramadan. When the Sahaba, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu decapitated him there in Ma'arika to Badr, in the battle of Badr, so we must be clear on this. So what had happened? So you must remember that Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam made dua against him. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif, today people say, no, you can't curse anybody. Nabi alayhi salam didn't curse the hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Allahumma alayka bi Abi Jahal. Allahumma alayka bi Amr ibn Hisham. Amr ibn Hisham is Abu Jahal. Nabi sallallahu cursed him in front of the Kaaba Musharrafa. So many others also, and each one of them passed away and died there in Badr. So you must remember it was Friday. It's Yom al-Furqan, the day of distinction, and you must remember it's Ramadan. So what you will say? But they died on kufr, they died on shirk, so you must remember that. So Almighty Allah tells us in Surah Dukhan, chapter number 44, that for them, Zuk innaka antal azizul kareem. For him, Allah Ta'ala, this, all these verses of Abu Jahl, shajarat al the tree with thorns and a pungent smell, and subba'ale, and the water, boiling, boiling water will be poured upon him, and so forth and so on. So all that here yeah, we must be clear. So Almighty Allah has mentioned very, very clearly. So that is how Almighty Allah Jalla Allah speaks. So the greatest thing is we must pass away with Iman and Islam. And if we pass away on a Friday, my cousin now, when I was on my tour now to Durban, so he passed away Fajr time, Abdul Karim Suleiman Day, you must remember, in uh, Middleburg. So I spoke to the family. They say Fajr time he passed away. And after Jumu'ah, they had the Janazah Salat. And I told them, and I spoke to the wife, the widow. I spoke to the son, spoke to the daughter, all of them. Because my family, so I had to give them some tasalli, solace, and so forth, and explain to them the laws of Iddat and what have you. So I gave them all these virtues. I say Mubarak day, Mubarak time, Mubarak month. Month Rabiul Awal, Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu demise took place. So how Mubarak it is. Friday, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa said, when a person passes away on a Friday, 
Daytime or remember the night of Friday, Thursday night. Then what will happen? Man tawaffahullahu yawm al-jumu'ah. Aw laylataha. Waqahullahu min fitnatil qabr. Allah will protect that person from the punishment, torment, chastisement of the grave right till day of Qiyamah. So in Fajr time it was. So Azan was going, they say, and then he passed away. So remember the time, the place, the occasion, everything Mubarak. So that will give you some solace. So obviously we should make this dua. I told you all before. Sheikh Hazrat Maulana Abul Hassan Ali Nadwi Nawarallah Marqadahu. What a giant genius it was. It was the last 10 days of Ramadan. And you must remember that when it was the last 10 days of Ramadan, then we must remember that he passes away. How he passed away? Friday in Ramadan, reading Quran Sharif, Surah Yasin. When he reaches the verse, Give him glad tidings of forgiveness. Give him glad tidings of a great and great, great reward by Almighty Allah. Generous, magnificent reward by Almighty Allah. And he passes away in India. Janazah, Salat, everything was done and what have you. But it, after two, three, four days, I was in Makkah Mukarramah with the help and mercy of Allah. 27 night, Imam Sheikh Abdullah Subayil, who was Imam for 40 years or more, in Makkah Mukarramah, he visited South Africa also. We met him so many times there also. So anyway, you must remember, so they announced. There, the 27 night is 2 million people in Makkah, and I'm there in Mas'ah, where you perform Safa Marwa, you know, Safa Marwa the Sa'i. And they announced Salatul Janaza Al Ghaib in absentia, Allah Samahati Sheikh Abil Hassan Nadwi. So my tears started rolling. Ya Allah, you gave him death on a Friday, you gave him death in Ramadan, you gave him death while reading Quran, and today we're going to read Janaza Salat in Makkah and Medina. We read Janaza Salat. So we were in Makkah when I found out they read in Medina also. So that is what you call Awliyaullah, the Makbulin. But when we explain to people, I say, how all this happened? You see, the Saudi government gave him million, million riyals, dollars, whatever. United Arab Emirates gave him million, million dollars, dinars, whatever, dirhams, whatever. And you must remember, Brunei gave him dollars. This government gave him. Ek dollar be istimal He didn't use one dollar also, you see. Dunya kulat mardia. He said, I know you are zalims, you are. I know how you run your operations. I don't want to even touch your money and use it. He would give it away to the Mujahideen. He gave millions to the Afghan Mujahideen and to other poor people and so forth and so on. So when we do that, then you become makbul in the law. You become accepted. Allah gives you such a death. Our Sheikh, Hazrat Muhammad Qamru Zaman Sahib, Hafizahullah, has written a book which I have, Mufakkir Islam, Hazrat Muhammad Abul Hassan Nadwi, Rahimahullah. In there he mentions the story. You see, when you go to Baytullah, Kaaba, Musharrafah, then you have people in charge of the water. So that is called Sikaya. So you must remember that. Sikaya means give them some water. Rifada. So that is you give food, you know, free of charge to the guest of Allah Ta'ala. Then you have Sidana. Those are all portfolios. The people in charge of the keys of the Baytullah. You Hafiz Wadi, you from Durban, maybe you witnessed it also. So if you look at your South Coast, your Port Shepstone and Margate and all those areas, Ispingo Beach, you have the sardine rush. Did you see it any time, Hafiz Wadi? 
the sardine the, sa- the, the sardine rush you saw it any time in your life Okay, Hafsab maybe is going to look for some sardines. So we must remember that. So anyway, so that many of you, I know you'll say you'll saw it and so forth. So that's an easy word to remember. Seen Alif Dal Noon. So they were going to open the Kaaba, Musharrafah. They heard Sheikh Abul Hasan Nadwi is there. So they told him, you must come. When they reached the Baytullah, he, the Banu Shaiba family, he said, Sheikh Abul Hasan, take the key insert it there inside and turn it it doesn't behove me the banu sheba family to open the doors of the baytullah and abul hasan nadwi is in our midst can you believe what honor almighty allah gave him then they opened the doors of the kaaba musharrafah then he entered the red salat he and thousand others obviously so the lesson i'm teaching you is you're speaking about friday death so like that great great awliyaullah hazaji hazan mona masiullah khan sab friday haji farooq sab friday hazrat tanwi rahmatullahi friday so like that the list goes on you must remember so we must make that dua ya allah let me pass away on a friday and make that the best day in our life the day we meet you so see Allahumma j'al khaira ayyamina yawman al-qaqafi and second dua you must make is this that O Almighty Allah Allahumma inni as'aluka lazzatan nazari ila wajikal kareem O Allah I want to have the pleasure of seeing thy honorable countenance these ahadiths all are in Musnad Ahmad and likewise in Bukhari Sharif is mentioned Make dua to pass away on a Monday. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa passed away on 12 Rabiul Awal. Monday and it was the 11th year of the Hijrah and you see said of Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu arda crying and petitioning Almighty Allah let me also pass away on a Monday he wanted to imitate immaculately the Master alayhi salatu salam in all walks of life so these are the lessons that we must learn but always say Surah 12 verse 101 Tawaffani Muslima wa alhiqni bisaliheen Oh, beloved Allah, let me pass away with Iman and Islam and unite me with the pious people. So that is, you must remember the condition, we must pass away with Iman and Islam. And we are saying in mature, children go to paradise. And people who are saying in mature, any other faith besides Islam and Iman, then is everlasting Jahannam and hellfire. Allah jirna min an-nar, Allah mahfadna min, Allah protect us all. I mean, Jazakallah khair. Mufti Sahib Ji, I did see the sardine run. It looks like the technician perhaps uh, uh, did not uh, had my mic muted at that particular stage when I spoke. Mufti Sahib, continuing, we're going for Umrah. Do we don the ihram and make intention from Ethiopia or can we land in Jeddah and then don the ihram? Dawood Monli, what you did is right because two of us can't be speaking same time. So don't worry, Mr. Dawood Monli. You're laughing there and smiling there after we met there, mashallah. I did a good job with all the venues. So Tuesday night, where we were? Tuesday night, we were in Stenger. Wednesday night, we were in Avondale. Thursday night, we were there in Amanzim Toti. Jumma in Hilal, mashallah. And then Friday night, we were the last program there in Shellcross. So tomorrow, inshallah, the whole hour. Inshallah, tomorrow, the whole hour, 
tomorrow between 2 and 3 I will have the report back inshallah between 2 and 3 the whole hour it will be because so many things to discuss what happened here what happened there what happened in Trichat and all that so a lot of issues so the whole hour I'll be taking inshallah tomorrow for the report back inshallah yes so Afzab you were speaking about that what happened what you asked now the question you're going for Umrah, do you don the Ihram and make intention from Ethiopia or can we land in Jeddah and then don the Ihram? Very good question. Remember that Sheikh bin Baz, Rahimamullah, who we met several times, Rahimamullah, we don't agree with all his fatawa, but he was a great scholar, make no mistake about that. So you must remember that Sheikh Fazila to Sheikh bin Baz, who was a grand mufti of Saudi Arabia, so he wrote on this issue many times. He said that Sawa and Bilbarri, oh Bahri, oh Bil Jovi, when you come in there to Jeddah, whether you're coming by plane, you're coming by ship and boat, or you're coming by road and land and sand, you can't fasten ihram in Jeddah. And that is our fatwa, you must remember that. So if you are going from South Africa and your route is via Addis Ababa or via Cairo or via Dubai or Doha or Qatar or whatever, all this, so fasten there, you got enough time there and so forth. And the people today, you know, this is a sign of ignorance actually. They're so concerned about the two rakat salat they must read for ihram. That salat is nafil salat. You read, you don't read, there's no problem. You read, you get sawab, you don't read, it's fine. Then you just make in, like a lady in menses, how she's going to read? She can't read. So, but she has to make intention. Allahumma inni uridul umrata. O Almighty Allah, I make intention for umrah. Fayasir hali wa taqabbal ha minni. O Almighty Allah, I make intention for Umrah, make it easy for me and accept it for me with the Qabbal Haminni. So that is what we must learn and that is what we must do. So we must remember that. And you can make the intention in any language. And then you read the Labbaik. Labbaik Allahumma Labbaik. Labbaik la sharika laka Labbaik. Inna alhamda wa ni'mata laka wal mulk la sharika laka. You can't be fastening ihram in Jeddah and then go for Umrah. If you want to do all these kind of things, then what you must do you got two three options option number one the country you are passing through you fasten ihram there second when you land in Jeddah you go to Medina Munawwara and then you spend your time there one day three days five days whatever time you have from there you perform the Umrah so that is fine or you want to land in Jeddah and you want to fasten ihram in Jeddah then tell the taxi driver must take you to Juhfa write that name down because you will forget the Juhfa J-U-H-F-A. You're going to go backwards now. You're going to go towards Medina. So there, the, the Mikat is there called Juhfa. So it's one hour, one and a half hour, depending how good taxi driver. So work on one and a half hour. So you go there to the Mikat. you in Ihram, you fasten it. they got wonderful facilities there. So you must remember, you go to Juhfa, and there you read your two rakat salat. There you make your intention. There you make the bake, and then you come. Then it's fine. But you can't be fastening Ihram, making intention in Jeddah and go if you did that then you will be slaughtering a dumb a goat or a sheep there in Makkah Mukarramah and not any other country or any other place so it has to be Makkah or Mina like Hajj time and so forth so that will be compulsory if you pass the Miqat and your intention is Umrah and you're not in Ihram so that is the law that you must remember
Mufti Sahib, what are the benefits of reading the last two ayats of Surah Al-Baqarah every night? MashaAllah, you must remember Mustafa Rasulullah went from Mi'raj and then received three gifts. The five salat is a gift and everything became first and compulsory on the land and on the sand here on this earth. But salat became compulsory in the heavens and skies to show us the importance of salat. So that is, you must remember, number one. Number two is this, these two last verses, Surah 2, Chapter 2, Surah Baqarah, verses 285 to 86, were given to Mustafa, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and revealed to his Mubarak heart there on the occasion of Mi'raj. Till the end, what we say, time, past, present, and future. For the past, Ya Allah, we admit, we are guilty, Ya Allah. There are no mitigating circumstances. We committed major, major sins, major, major crimes, major, major vices, minor, minor sins, beyond what we know and we forgot of them. But it's still there. And Ya Allah, for our past, from the time we became baligh and mature till now, forgive us, wa'afu anna, all of us, 99%. Wa'afil lana, Ya Allah, the current, the present situation, make satari, cover and conceal our vices, our sins. Ya man ra'ana alal khataya, falam yafdahna. Ya Allah, you see us committing these vices, yet you haven't disgraced us. But sometimes Allah disgraces when we lie when we take advantage and we don't want to make sincere toba Allah forbid so satari this is the meaning of waqfil lana in this text and context wa'afu anna you see mighfar mighfar is a helmet in Arabic so that meaning is here also waqfil lana and for the future warhamna ya Allah envelop us in your mercy wa adakhilna fi rahmatik wa anta arhamur rahimin oh Allah include us in your special special mercy chapter 7 verse 151 so that is what we must do and understand and third one the gift given to Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was that give glad tidings to your ummah any person who passes away with iman islam do not commit kufr and shirk and so forth then falahul jannah for him is paradise this is authentic hadith of the three gifts in sahih muslim and you will find it in mishkat sharif and so forth so that's why we should read this and the hadith is sahih in mishkat sharif is mentioned whosoever reads these last two verses at night today people they complain they're suffering nightmares they're suffering from insomnia they're suffering from this and this they can't sleep or they can't when they sleep they just pass fajr the urinates in their ears hadith in Bukhari Sharif you wake up after sunrise and then Allah forbid so when you read these last two verses at night after Maghrib after Isha before you sleep any time then so it will suffice for you and Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa taught us we should teach your nisa'akum wa awladakum teach your children about these two last verses of surah Baqarah by heart why it is nur and it is dua and so many virtues the hadith is mentioned in mustadrak hakim so therefore it is something we should all try and endeavor 
remember and learn it inshallah and you know surah baqarah is the longest surah in the noble quran chapter 2 verse 286 and you must also remember this that this surah the entire surah Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said also in Muslim Sharif, Iqra'a Surat al-Baqarah, read Surah Baqarah, not only when you're moving into your new house and new shop or you bought a new car or new premises or whatever. So read it, فَإِنَّهَا Why? Iqra'a Surat al-Baqarah, فَإِنَّهَا بَرَكَةً There's baraka, blessing, rahma in it, وَتَرْكَا hasra. And remember, you leave it out, then there is remorse and regret. وَلَا and remember the evil forces cannot people will today make mashallah mashallah but you must remember that that they got so much jealousy envy and all that we know all these things so you see how people behave today so they can't see another person got a better house than them better shop better car better whatever else it is so then so read all this so this is for the entire surah baqarah and the last two verses I mentioned to you now, mashallah, that what are the virtues? Thank you, Zakhlaw, here into Mufti Sahib for this afternoon's Q&A program. Mufti Sahib, kindly request the Nasiha. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Before I forget, let me make all these announcements first. So this week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and so forth, I will be in Limpopo, inshallah al-Aziz. So Wednesday night, that will be October the 4th. Right, we will be all programs in night after Maghrib. So in Bella Bella, Mona Ibrahim Rawat is there, you can contact him. Thursday we will be in Makupani, that is your potties, Potkitazras. Kari Abdul Hamid is there, mashallah, and our brother Munir is there. So you can Munir Nur Muhammad, you know, all the skia motors and so forth, so Hawal and whatever you so mashallah, so you can contact our brother Munir and his brother Nur and so forth. So Allah Ta'ala reward them. So that will be Thursday. And then Friday Jumu'ah, I will also still be there in Makupani for Jumu'ah, and then Friday night I will be there in Masjid Firdaus in Polakwani, Petersburg after Maghrib, and you can contact Mohanat Ahir Basa, I spoke to him just now also during the break, so Masjid Firdaus, mashallah so that is our program and then our programs to come, so at from 4 o'clock onwards is news with Brother Suleiman Esop, and thereafter will be Hafiz Yusuf Kala and then the Adhan, and then at 4.10, that is 10 past 4 Mot or Janaza ke Masail. Very important. All the issues related to death and the funeral prayer by Mufti Hanif, Sheikh Hanif, Molana Hanif of India in Urdu it will be. Then 5 o'clock, legal talk, mashallah, Brother Shafat and the lawyers. And then 6 o'clock will be the repeat. So this is Mozaid Khan and myself, or maybe Suleiman did the program, I'm not sure. So remember, it is about places to visit in Makkah, Mukarramah and surroundings. And then 7 o'clock will be Maunaridwan Kaji that make an effort to learn the Quran and to learn it with meaning and teach it with meaning. Then 8 o'clock will be the replay of the medical file. So that is with Brother Shafat and the doctors. And then will be the replay of the discussion with Mona Arafat and Maulana Salim Karim. Inshallah, that will be 9 o'clock. 10 o'clock, Dawud, Mona Abu Bakr Aku, that will be. And then 11 o'clock, the kids learning Quran Sharif. And thereafter, I must make this announcement.
announcement quickly. You know the days are getting earlier and earlier. So, inshallah, tomorrow that the Fajr Azan here on the radio will go at 4.30, right? 4.30, and then I'll come down, inshallah, 4.36, 4.37, and then we'll carry on with the program, inshallah, because Salat time is coming 5.15, 5.10. So, you see, Salat time is getting earlier. You know Durban, how early it is. So, here also is getting like that. Regarding our nasiha, we are still halfway mark of Rabiul Awal. So remember that in a case like that, what we should do is this, that we must read Sirah to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And not only Rabiul Awal, our whole life we should be reading. But in this month of Rabiul Awal, the Miladun Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam took place, the honorable birth of the Master Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam took place. Go and see what happened. I just read for you one. Sayyidina Abbas radiallahu and the chacha, the kaka, paternal uncle, Ammun Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa in Arabic, you say, when the master, alayhi salatu salam's honorable birth, Mubarak, took place, auspicious birth, Miladun Nabi sallallahu alayhi he read one poem, part of it I just give you, is mentioned in Usdul Ghaba by Allama ibn Asir rahimahullah. He reads Abbas radiallahu anhu, Sayyidina Abbas, his buried day in Baqi, when you just enter on the right hand side, we say the Fatima, Sayyidina Hassan radiallahu anhu, buried. He says, وَأَنْتَ لَمَّا وُلِدْتَ أَشْرَقَتِ الْأَرْضُ you, Ya Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when your milad, auspicious birth took place, the whole land and sand was shining in glory and beauty. And then the celestial creation started shining, glittering, all that. The celestial whole world was shining, remember, and glittering. So imagine. Then the hijrah took place. Almighty Allah spoke of this in the Quran Sharif, Surah 9, verse 40. Mustafa the first one and the second one was Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq and they stayed in the Ghari Asur for three nights and he Sayyidina Abu Bakr was not concerned about himself about Mustafa Allah Ta'ala revealed the verse don't worry Allah Ta'ala's help Allah's mercy is with us so always remember that our colleagues, our family, always we must give them encouragement. La tahazan inna la If you're on truth, then always Allah's help will come. Yeah, you lie and all that, then it's different thing. So Surah 9, verse 40, Allah speaking about the hijrah to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was said of Bakr Siddiq. Then the demise of the Master alayhi salatu salam, inna kamayyitu wa inna hummayyitun. You, ya Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, your demise will take place and they also will pass away. Bukhari Sharif's riwayat, go see what Sayyidah Fatima read. Ya abata, ya abata, man ajaba rabban da'a, you answered the call of Almighty Allah. Ya abata, man jannatul firdausi ma'wa, you will be in the highest, highest stages in jannatul firdaus. Ya abata, ila Jibra'il nana'a, now we will be announcing to Jibra'il that your demise has taken place, place, now no more wahi will come and revelation. So 
go read about all this, not only now. And I told you the best book I found now recently in English also is Siratul Mustafa, the Urdu one we knew, but I was just paging through the English one. Very good. So read about Memonides Kandelvi Rahimamullah. So we are finished now. Then my brother Tobela will prepare the podcast in two parts. Inshallah, before Asr, I'll send it out with Allah's mercy. And remember, next up will be the news with our brother Suleiman Esop and thereafter Hafiz Kala and then the Adhan make dua for us and the Ummah Barakallahu Feekum Jazakallahu Khair Assalamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh